You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. 1974 was the year no one could wear flannel. Gene Sachs had used it all to shoot Lucille Ball through in MAME. But pushing aside that Lucy was a little long in the tooth to play America's favorite aunt, does MAME work as a movie musical? Would it have been better if George Cukor had directed as originally intended? Or without original star Angela Lansbury, was MAME always destined to be what B. Arthur once called a tremendous embarrassment? One that got reviewed with so much gleeful viciousness that Lucy vowed to never make a movie again. Almost 50 years later, is MAME really that bad? I'm Mark Pikert, the world's greatest lush, and this is Movie Musical Madness, Anti-Maimed. Joining me today is my bosom buddy, Robert Horn. Oh, Robert, your fangs are showing. <laughs> Try looking in the front. <laughs> oh, those are oh. fangs. You just took like my best jokes in your introduction. I didn't know you were going to do that. Well, hello. That's why I have we a Tony Award for we're... writing the book for Tootsie. <laughs> that is why. Um, uh, hi, hello, hi. Mark. You, Mark and I go back. You really I'm fought. Talking. You really fought having to talk about Mame. I did fight. That was not my first choice. You kept pushing me on Mame. I know because I want to hear what you have to say about Mame. Well, I know you're a huge Jane Cannell fan. I, I and Lucille Benson. Oh, and, and who, you know, was Tilly Shanks on the Walton. So, well, of course you were. So you knew Lucy when you were a, a script boy on I Love Lucy. I did. That was actually when it was. I, I only worked on the long, long trailer. Oh, I did not. That's right. I did not. That's I was right. Actually, yes. I remember when they bought the studio, when they bought uh, Desilu. RKO. Okay, yes. Um, she used to be a starlet just waiting for her big break on that she studio. Was just, her hair was brown. Yep. We know. Um, yes. Mame, 1974. I remember. It it's was, not good. It, I remember it was the year Nixon was forced to resign. And I remember thinking these are the two biggest tragedies of 1974. <laughs> and, that I, and that for thousands of little gay boys, this was going to be their introduction to musical theater. And how sad that was. And their introduction to MAME. Because man. I, I now, think that you are on the same page about this as I am. We're huge Rosalind Russell fans. I'm a huge Ros fan. And Anti-Mame is probably one of the movies that I quote the most in my everyday life. As we often do. We actually, on the first, the first time we met, we sat there and we continue to text quotes from Anti-Mame. Yes. Um, in fact, everywhere we go, we black out with a spotlight when we're about to leave a room. <laughs> Always. Everywhere we go. No, Anti-Mame was formative in, in my youth and in wanting to, to, I just loved the movie. And I loved, I remember seeing um, Angela in the, in the original and, and every incarnation since on Broadway. Um, so this was, a, it was both, both blasphemous, but also, because I watched it again yesterday, because knowing we were doing this, not horribly horrible. I mean, it was bad, but they were actually, not, like, first of all, no straight man should have directed this movie. Gene Sachs and a straight man, a straight man married to B. Married Arthur. To B. Arthur. So you know that that relationship that was not good, and you knew that he was. This was this was going to be his vengeance. Sure, honey, let's do the movie too. Now, yeah. remember, he directed the original stage musical. I know he did. Um, it's more for the home listeners but, who might not know. But in the stage musical, he waited for laughs. In the movie. He waited for laughs that never came. I mean, it was just so... It, the entire movie, one, feels lugubrious. Yes. Two, there are... And we talk about comedy a lot. And we both love breathless comedy. 
We no have air. No, air. no air. air. And there are giant quotation marks around the Every. cameras there for five <laughs> seconds, punchline, the camera sits on that face for five seconds more in the <laughs> and next the, scene. And the next, and you're gone. And as you said, I mean, the whole thing was shot through a mosquito net and I, boy butter. I mean, it was I mean, just like, you literally, it was just literally like they were trying to grow yeast on the camera lens. No one had nothing. sex with a continental bath because all the Vaseline was, was used for this there. lens. Was, there was nothing left. Matt alone bet nothing. They were just, it was, there was dry humping at the continental baths after this. Sorry, I'm sorry. We're in mixed company. I shouldn't have said that. But it was, but it, there were, it really was a drama. There really was not a, and God bless Lucy, who was way, way too old for the part. She, 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 from the very beginning, there was no joy. I mean, when Roz does this, there is such joy. She is regal, not royal. Yes. And Lucy was playing royal, not regal. Yes. If that makes sense. Yes. And you could just feel it and you wanted to love it. I mean, when she when she's sitting on that floor and she calls over that little fox and he doesn't even want to come, that's a tell. That's a tell. He's like, do I want to go over there? Is it in my rider? Can I not go? Yeah. So I want to address the the big things that everyone talks about very okay. very quickly. The big okay. the biggest is always that they shot her through whatever they shot her through. Yeah, which fine. That's. Except when Preston came onto the screen, he was also shot through that. Well, and, he yeah. was only in his fifties. Yeah, but he but, but yeah. people aged differently back then. <laughs> they did. They they did. Nobody aged in that movie. No. I mean, it was sort. They that was it was a time capsule. It was. Uh, Vaseline yes. used as a yes. time capsule. This is like that episode of The Twilight Zone with Anne Blythe, where she's the old Egyptian goddess <laughs> and, and the, who's a movie star. But wait, but wait, the avalanche? I mean, if, okay, in, in, we haven't talked about this. No, but, okay, we have in, not. So we have not talked about this movie at all. He yodels and falls off the thing, and it's hysterical. Trying, it's to, like, get a, oh, trying to get a picture. Yeah, trying to get a picture. In this movie, they do this, sma- this really bad smash cut to an actual to footage of an avalanche that it it's shocking it is then, it's tragic it's tragic and then both dead but and we then, have that giant and portrait and then we come back on the portrait and she, yes and and she's not in black the other one is yes she's in yes. white she's in white well, cuz she's and, she's ready yeah, to move on yeah. she has to live she, she has to live you know she's that's she's the, rich now she's rich now i mean and roller i mean how do you put lucille ball on roller skates in macy's and not get a laugh and nothing not, nothing. not even try for not, a laugh not even, well, I the think so. Thing. But okay, also, so, go ahead. so roller skates related to that, she broke her leg in a skiing accident before the before filming started, and that pushed filming. And so George Cooker was supposed to direct, and by the time she was recovered enough, he couldn't do it. So they got Gene Sachs to do it. So I think that that is one reason why she looks very. She moves very gingerly. She doesn't move well. She moves gingerly. She, but I think how old was she? Do you know how old she was? She was in her sixties. Yeah, mm. she was in her sixties. So just. She's, you know, an older woman. And the singing is the other big thing. Like, people talk about she can't sing, she croaks. But that's fine. I don't like the singing. Here's my other question. So in, because we haven't talked about this, in Anti-Mame and in Mame, in, in the musical, um, do, do, so Gooch comes back in this, she goes off in a cab and she comes back pregnant. And we never actually know who impregnated her? Yes, but in the in Anti Mame, it's Brian O'Banion. Right. So was was Brian O'Banion in the musical, or did they just do that for the movie? 
Okay, so then now we're getting into deep waters because okay. this movie chops out. They spent so much time putting air around the jokes. It's, They've chopped out the. There is no ending. There's no ending. There's no. Patrick yeah. storms out, and, and then, then all of a sudden he's with Pegine and his child and his child on on TWA. On, yeah, on just a, going to Idlewild. Yeah, he's going to Idlewild. The water, but yeah. even like. So here's a perfect example of how literally there's no he just he's angry. So they all she, they, she you find out that she bought the house for the for the for the unwed mothers. Yes, he's they break up. He's fear Patrick is furious at her. Which and also then, in Auntie Mame she bought the house for Jewish refugees. Thank you. Yes, and now it's unwed mothers. Now it's unwed mothers. But at, what was it in Mame? Uh, I think it was it was unwed mothers. Okay, again. so I think they they can. I actually like the Jewish refugees only because it's my people. Yes, of <laughs> course. Yes, of course. We're still looking for a home. Oi, oi, oi! But I'm gonna live in Scottsdale. So, but yes, but but was that that's good. Yeah, yeah. Um, Your Yiddish uh, is coming along nicely. Really what does Scottsdale translate um, to? Scottsdale. Oh, uh, wow. but I see. it. Um, yes, no. I mean, and it's so interesting. The movie spans like 20 years. Which was also the running time. So I mean, this is a it is the long, slow, long, slow movie, and it's it's sad because it's so iconic, and it it it's one of my favorite scores. It really is one of my. I think it's a lot of our favorite musical. I mean, yeah. the score is is just absolutely sensational. Well, what's interesting is it's a lot of people's favorite Jerry Herman score that they've never seen. Because they, this isn't yeah. this has never been revived without Angela Lansbury on Broadway. No, Tyne Dale. Didn't uh-uh. not on Broadway. Jip, oh, really? Wait, who? Uh, Betty Buckley did it. Oh, that was. Pickle. Are you thinking of Gypsy? I'm thinking of Gypsy. That was. Wow. <laughs> We're here to talk movie. about Maine oh, today. Maine, yeah, that's right. Get your no, Rosalind Russell no, straight. No, it was revived with. Never revived. You're right. No, it was just Angela in the '80s. Yeah. After a big na- national yeah, tour at the Winter Garden. But I remember that giant sign over the winter garden, right? With the with her, with the, oh, that's Gypsy. Oh, that's before, wow. That's Gypsy. Well, you're obsessed with Gypsy. I'm sorry, we've already done that <laughs> no, episode. We've Julie Halston was I here know. for that. I know, I love my Julie Halston. So here's, here's the best indication of all the things that are wrong with this movie. Okay. So in Auntie Mame, she serves pickled rattlesnake to the Epsons. Yes. In, 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 in the stage, in, in the musical Mame, in the stage musical Mame, she also serves if not pickled rattlesnake, something along those lines. In this movie, she serves baked monkey. Monkey? Why monkey? That's not even a funny Why? joke. How? It's not even funny. Because there was a K in it? Oh, I, let's do monkey. There's a K in it. Was it? And it wasn't even delivered. She delivered. Oh, what is this? Baked monkey. First of all, <laughs> she, little, she literally sounded like the entire movie was pre-recorded while she was smoking a cigar. There was, I mean, literally. It's Lucy at... It's, no, it says so Lauren Bacall and the you, fan. It, it was... It was it was Lauren Bacall looking out her window. No, I'm not going to do that joke. After, I'm not going to do that Lauren joke. Lauren Bacall okay. after a bender with Jason Robards. Yeah. To, yeah. The, and so if you have not seen the movie, just know. Don't. Don't. But this this is also not the Lucille Ball that is iconic. This so, is this is Lucille Ball wanting to be a movie star yes, again. Yes. And you could feel that. You felt that the minute the minute. The opening number starts and it's today happens. You're like, oh, this is not this is not the Lucy we want. Also, the last time that Theodore Van Ronkel gave her a nice outfit to wear, that red pantsuit. Yeah, I everything know. else was oh, uh, I guess it's the forties. It was a we'll fashion do... parade. It sort of was a fashion parade. But idiot, like she doesn't look good in black. She wore black so much. 
that Christmas, the Santa mask that she wore during We Need a Little Christmas, I joked on Instagram. Yeah, that that what was, was that? She had what to wear it. was so Silence of the Lambs? Had, I was like, what? Why is she wearing this? And But wait, they, they didn't even make a joke out of it. She just turns around, takes it off, and then turns back around. And there's poor Robert Preston, who, who and, and at least in MAME, in anti-MAME, she loses everything and the apartment is empty. Yes. This stayed furnished. That you, She comes out there taking out the rug and then you go inside. And it's all the fun. She owned what the rug was going to cover the debt, the one oriental rug. Also, and God bless. I mean, in the movie, Ito was uh, Ito and um, uh, uh, what's Agnes. Her? Ag- no, the other. The, oh, uh, Nora. Nora were hysteric. I mean, they were Abbott and Costello. They were. Yes. So this was this. For Okay. They were so serious in this. There was no, no humor this is a drama. at all. This is a was, musical uh, drama. It really was. It was a musical drama. It's like was, watching Grey Gardens. Mame. No, Grey Gardens was funny. Well, Grey Gardens had humor. <laughs> they, they, you know, they what? had corn. Lucy was a movie star in the 30s, and she was going to be a movie star. She wanted, again. To, she wanted that laugh. She did. She wanted so, to cap off a career with a giant, great big movie hit where she and, is the lead. And it was coming off of being a huge hit on Broadway. Yeah. So here's my question to you. Maybe you know the answer because I don't. Why did they not cast Angela in the movie? Why did they cast Lucy? Nobody knows because it's not just Angela. Think about all the people who did it on tour, all the replacements. Like Celeste Holm was not yeah. nobody. Yeah. I mean, but nobody wants to see Celeste Holm. Be I mean, tickets. I mean, she's still painting in all about Eve. She's still doing the finishing the painting. <laughs> It's almost done. Karen, is it done? It's almost done, darling. Well, she had a lot to deal with, okay? It took she her a while to get back. She did last. I know. I mean. I know. I know. She's still sitting in that car waiting, she, for, the, waiting for them to come with the gas. She's still sharpening <laughs> Lloyd's pencils. Yes, she's, 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 I've heard that before. Nothing should have brought us closer than row E. Yeah. But same. they didn't. They didn't. Same. But they didn't cast. They so didn't cast Celeste. They didn't cast Lucy. Ann Miller. They didn't cast. And where was Lucy in her career at that point? I mean, she was doing "Here's Lucy" with her children uh-huh. because they had an entire episode dedicated to Mame, the movie release. Oh, did where they? Oh, Lucy. Um, the "Here's Lucy." Lucy met Lucille Ball, and so she did double duty. No. Yes. 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 I mean, wow. I mean, there was so, I mean, I was very upset about Ito and Nora. I mean, poor Ito. He was just, I mean, it was like he was auditioning for Allegiance. I mean, this was not, this was not a, this was not like a comedy comedy. No, he he didn't bring the laughs. He didn't bring the laughs. And wait, there was no Nora. No, in the Nora stage was, version, in the, in the main version of the story, Nora becomes folded in with Agnes. Yep. Right, and because then Pegin becomes the housekeeper at the end instead of the... Which also, so this is a, such a small and thing. And she's Irish. She, and she's yes. got an Irish accent. This is such a which, small thing. Which, wait, disappears at the airplane. Well. She has an Irish accent for the whole, and then when they She loses goodbye, it when she gets nervous. She loses it. That's what it was. I mean, that's what she happens. She loses it around propellers. Yes. <laughs> But this is such a small thing, but this is so indicative of how Lucy approached the character, how the movie approached the character of Mame. Because when you meet Pegeen in anti-Mame, she's casually dressed. She's hanging up the uh, Yule's Ulu. Yule Oh, how do you do this without Yule Ulu? And here she is dressed like a, like a French farce maid. 
Yeah, but she's got a little cap. She's got a frilly apron. Really she's dressed what? in black. It was it was just like somebody had they had used that set to shoot a porn yes. like the day before, and they just kept yes. the costume. And she I came too in the corner. They 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 spent so much on costumes they had no money for retakes on this movie. I mean, there literally so, was it was everything was like like it was a yes. first take. Yes, they just set the and they didn't did move they the camera. They didn't move the that camera. camera was did not no, move. It was so. It was a yeah, and you know. When Roz is just when Roz is ta- ma, 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 when she's tasting that drink of it, oh I mean all that. Lucy had no comedy. No, God bless her. And and okay, but I I actually think that the Lucy is at her best with the Upsons because all of a sudden she's not trying to have chemistry with a child. Because she's not a warm woman. She's, she's not a warm she's woman. She's not a matronly yes. come, type. Come to auntie. That I kid, mean, honestly. You can see the fear in that kid's face. Vera had come more chemistry with those kids. But and wait, side note. How cute was Bruce Davidson? What? I mean. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't remember that Bruce Davidson. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Cute. Yeah. When he's saying goodbye to Mame at the Epsons, I was like, oh. Oh, yeah. Um, hello. Okay, hello. Yeah, hello. Gloria, oh, get out of my rest. way. You can't go. Bit. Gloria. <laughs> uh, come on. How do, how do you not have the ping pong scene? How do you not have a stomped on the ping pong ball? Well, I mean, look, I don't need she, an exact recreation of the thing that I love. Oh, no, I, would, I, I, I would love a different version. But here's the thing, because I went back and I read the libretto. And so I read the final scene because God, it really ended did your so. homework. Well, I, I am the host. Oh, my God. Yes, better man than I. I watched the last 12 minutes. Well, wonderful. That's <laughs> Took all me you three needed. hours, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I went back and I read the scene because it ends so abruptly. It felt like some, It felt like I lost a chapter of the DVD. Like I yeah. passed out. Wait, what? I left what, my what, body. What? Yeah. And it, in, the, in the stage version, it is like anti-Mame. She, Babcock is there the entire time. Babcock is in Mame the entire time. He disappears after he drags Peter, uh, after he drags uh, Patrick in to this, the boarding school. Yeah, gone. He's gone. No recurring character. He go, and wait, and B. Arthur takes it, gets in the car with him. And takes for him to no the school. For no reason. Takes him to the school for no reason. And, no reason. And then she says, Ido, get my car. Drives to the school as if she knows where they're going. Yes, Mame follows none, them. Follows them 20 minutes later. I mean, thank God, at least when Vera's in the car, she gets off that line about Coco Chanel. Yeah, she did. She made sell it for me. Yeah, she, oh, yeah, she would sell them. She made this for me, you know, she would sell them. <laughs> Only, now, ha, B. Arthur, I mean, listen, B. All right, well, can I it. just finish okay. my thought? Yes. My God. Mine too, and I'm atheist. Uh, so. Wow. <laughs> I'm agnostic. You're Jewish. You're an atheist. I, mean, I, I can't keep track. Atheist, yeah. you're, I this movie say, yeah. has really put you through yeah, it. I always say uh, everything bad that happens is God punishing me for being an atheist. That's my, that's my ideology. Oh, now, that's very smart. That was a smart. Yeah. Mame had none of that. No. <laughs> Mame had no witty humor. <laughs> who wrote? Do we know who wrote this? Go ahead. Finish your thought. Uh, yes, I do. Uh, Paul Zendel. Oh, we expect Electric better. Electric Miracle. We yeah, expect yeah. better. Uh, Man of the Moon Miracles. Uh so the fi- so in Mame, the stage version, it is fairly similar to the ending of Anti Mame. There's the big, embarrassing scene with the with the Epsons. Babcock uh, is furious that she's ruined his relationship with Gloria, and she tells him off. And then Patrick, she looks at Patrick because she can do all of this. But if Patrick isn't on her side, then it's all it's all over, right. and he can run after Gloria. And he looks at her and says, "Thank you, Moon Lady." As a reference to the New Haven disastrous New Haven tryout of the B. Arthur Vera operetta. She was the moon lady. Right. 
And so then you have a touching reconciliation and then you cut to the future and he's got Peggy and he's got a son. And here she watches him walk away after Gloria. And that's it. And there's no resolution. There's no Mame did the right thing. There's no, there's no you have to confirmation ass- of her joie de vivre and of her approach to life and her shooting down sacred cows. Right. Nothing. You just have to assume that seven years has gone by. The kid is seven years old now. They've gotten mad. There's no, there's, there's no sum, summation of what the, of theme. No. At all. It's just, I, I think they just ran out of money. They just ran. They Honestly, were like, okay, look, we're done. We're well, you done. know what they didn't run out of money for? Uh, when, when, when B. Arthur insisted on secretly recording It's Today at the end where she comes into the party with the Epsons and she's belting out It's Today. Oh, and you, that and, makes no sense. With, with, a, with six dancers. Yes. Well, they frame her better. And, and how does she, how was she doing a callback to that song? She wasn't there. She was, she was passed out. She was passed out. I mean, she was there for a little bit, but also and like. what was that? And what was Lucy putting the, sh- putting the, sh- we'll get the wrinkles out, putting the shower on. I, I mean, it, it, I get they were trying to do a bit. It was <laughs> No, but yeah, at least that, that was one of the few smash cuts that made me laugh. Yeah, it was the only smash Cutting cut that made to, me laugh. Well, actually, it made me think of that scene where Joan, in Mommy Dearest where Joan Crawford gets into her shower at the beginning. Oh, and she's got the three oh, shower heads blasting down on her. Funnier. That, was, that was funnier. funnier. That was funnier. Mommy Dearest as a whole is funnier than me. was funnier than me. Now, in all fairness, there was also... Why start now? Why start now? But there was also, you know, it's interesting because it did not get... It did not get exclusively panned. No. There was some there were people that there were some critics that really did celebrate the joy of it being a musical. Yes. And the story, I mean, Mame is always going to be this larger than life character that people are drawn to. Uh, as uh, audience members. As odd, very true. And um I mean poor Robert Preston in over his head, but he actually made Beauregard likable. Yeah. And 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 uh, what's her name? Um, Jane Connell, who played who played uh, his mother. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, Jane Connell played Gooch. Did she play Gooch? Wait. Yeah. Uh, who played? Oh no, that was uh, uh, Lucille Benson, right? Mrs. Burnside. Yes. But she was anything but Southern. She was oh, anything but Southern. No. And what happened to the horse? The horse's name was supposed to be. Um, it goes back and forth. Meditation. Meditation, yes. What was it I mean, in this that one? That was really fun. No name. They just, that's a wild horse. That, no, they say the name. No, they don't. Yeah, because Do I thought they put that horse down. I thought, is that Thundercloud? <laughs> What's it, Thundercloud? <laughs> I mean, it's not Thundercloud. Still also left over from the porn they shot the day before. Thundercloud? Did they? <laughs> I thought he went home. <laughs> oh, my God. And, um, and in in the movie, she in, in, in Auntie Mame, she couldn't get the boots on so, she, so there was a there was a build up to her inadequacy and how she was able to triumph over that yes and there was no there was nothing to triumph over this other than some dirty looks it was almost as if lucy didn't want to see ever let us see mame struggle or or have any flaws or have any flaws that's very that's a and good that's a good point it's a thank you a good point it's insane to me that you have lucille ball in a movie where the original, like Rosalind Russell, did nothing but physical comedy mm-hmm. throughout Auntie Mame. And you have Lucille Ball, and she doesn't do any physical comedy. I don't think she, you have to probably think she didn't want to. I she, mean, I, yeah. she probably felt there was a, a a pathos and a dramatic side to this woman. 
I, I don't understand it. Because Lucy, throughout the, throughout the entire history of her career, looked for any moment that she could to chew the scenery, to have, yes. to, to do, I mean, and you know, I love Lucy, all, all her shows, all that comedy was rehearsed out to, uh, to, a, to a millisecond. She famously said and, that she is not funny, she's brave, she, right. and she stared at herself in a mirror, and she trained with Buster Keaton, and she figured out how to be and, funny. Throughout, I mean, no, I mean, everybody knows, that's, that's, that's her legacy. Yeah. How was there nothing in this? Nothing. nothing. There was nothing funny. I wanted so much. And this is the other thing. I want to love this movie. I want. Of course. I want Life this to be, be so a, much easier. It would be so much easier. We wouldn't have to sit here and do this for an hour. No. I mean, I, I honestly, there's there's a schmackeries waiting for me. I could have had it an hour. I wanted to love it. And it's just, it's, 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 it's sad to me, Mark. It's well, sad that they, they could have been great. It could have been great. So I want to address two things. Okay. One is Madeline Kahn was famously fired from this movie as Agnes Gooch. Is that so? That is, she was hired as Agnes Gooch. Was this pre or post Paper Moon? Uh, it was pre-Blazing Saddles because this being fired from this freed her up to do Blazing Saddles. Well, history has a purpose. Apparently. Because I would have rather have seen Madeline Kahn yes, in Blazing Saddles than Madeline the, Kahn as Gooch. So apparently Lucy looked at her. They did a read-through. And Lucy looked at her and said, Where's your gooch? She's like, excuse me? Lucy's like, aren't you going to do a voice for gooch? Well, <laughs> Lucy's saying where's your gooch means something very different, by the way. <laughs> but yes. B. Arthur knew. B. Oh, B. knew. B. knew. B. knew. B. B turned around to Mal and said, leave now, honey. Just walk out now, honey. Trust me. Okay, so that's the other thing. Jane! That I wanted to- Jane! <laughs> Cut. Cut! Jane, say cut! That's the other thing I wanted to talk about because no one has seen this movie ever. (laughs) Ever. Uh, Us. I mean, we have. uh, I made you. By the way, right now... Oh, third rail. Right. Okay, I'm not allowed. Um, Right right now, because there are two sales on Apple Music that they're they're, they're (laughs) thrilled about, that they're thrilled. So I swear I read, and I cannot find this anywhere, so I cannot vouch for its accuracy, but... Oh, it's true. I am 90% certain that at one point someone wrote to to Warner Brothers and said, when will you release MAME on DVD in the early 2000s? And Warner Brothers wrote back and said, we have no plans to ever (laughs) release this on DVD. They knew, huh? Well, I mean, but, but okay, so here's the thing about MAME, that because no one's seen it, no one talks about. There are lyric changes. There's a whole extended coda in Bosom Buddies. Wh- where Lucy- In uh, the restaurant? No, uh, after when all of a sudden they've made over Agnes Gooch during Bosom oh, Buddies. Oh, that's right, they and do she's a reprise. Dancing, and they're doing a lot of great vibing back and forth do. in the foyer. And uh, Lucy has this really great line, like one of the funniest lines in Bosom Buddies. Uh, like- Oh, I hate it when they talk about smut, that when they say that you were part of the world's first casting couch. And I love that. I love picturing Vera as a cast. She was never in the chorus. No, never. I was never never in the chorus. I was never in the chorus. But, I mean, speaking of physical, so they finally have Lucy. They also had no chemistry. Oh, they had no chemistry. Although B. Arthur has famously said she enjoyed working with Lucy. Yeah. She hated, she can't, you know, she publicly came out and said she was embarrassed that she did the movie, but said she liked working with Lucy. Yeah. Now, that could have been an NDA. I don't know. <laughs> it's very, it's very, she's probably, you know, it's B. She's not going to, you know, she's no. not But they kind of had no chemistry, right? No. Who who played Vera in the movie? Who what? Who was that actress? Do we know? Coral Brown. Was that, 
was that was that yeah. her name? Or what? I don't know. Vincent but, Price's wife. Really, she had her own house of wax. Yeah, but. Uh, uh, um, Roz and her, the chemistry was, I wanted, that was my sitcom. Yes. That, I wanted to see that. I wanted to see that as a series. Maybe we should do Mame and Vera the series. Uh, oh. This is writing itself. It is writing itself. But honestly, Robert, don't we do Mame and Vera the series just every day? Just every, this is, we, we are Mame and Vera. I mean, yeah. And we know which one you are. I'll be Vera. That's Ito. fine. Ito. I'll be, we are, we are, you know. And, but when you've got, Truly, you've got these comic legends. Yes. And to not be able to find any humor in it, is that a product of the director? Is it a product of the actors? Did they, was, is it, is there hilarity sitting on a cutting room floor somewhere? And, or Well, I think about how, how, the, how does this happen? I think about, I mean, Mark, comedy, comedy is too difficult to figure out. I mean, that could be any number of things, but I think about the staging of the musical numbers and how inept that felt. Because yeah. Gooch has this song, this huge song that builds and builds and builds. And all he did was have her walk around a kitchen and then cut to Lucy's reactions occasionally. Because um, who choreographed it? Do we know? That was the original stage choreographer. So uh, obviously it's a directing a Broadway musical and directing a movie are two very, very different things. And when you direct a Broadway musical. Not for Bob Fosse. Not for Bob Fosse, but where is he now? Oh, he's dead. Dead. Uh, I should say. But but it's a very different, you know, a director on a Broadway musical very much relies on the choreographer to bring that language to the yes. piece because that's not a director's job unless, you know, you're Casey or Bob Fosse or somebody who actually has that ability. But Gene Sachs did not. And so no. what Gene Sachs did was try, he should not, they should have let the choreographer direct those scenes. It really, it yes. felt too staged. For a, it felt too staged for a movie and not staged enough for a musical. Well, and I think about the extremely excruciatingly long open a new window sequence where they get arrested. Yeah, there's a lot going they're on They're at the there. nightclub and they're both it's looking over their popcorn. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of cuts. And then they know the judge and everything's hunky-dory. And it's just, and I did not care for that little Patrick. The baby Patrick? Yeah, with his bowl cut. Yeah, he did have a little flow. It was a flow beak no. haircut, yes. <laughs> I don't understand that reference. I'm a millennial. <laughs> mm. Well, let me tell you. The, I, the kid was okay. I mean, the kid that did it in Anti-Mame was fantastic. Yeah. Like, he knew how to. When he when he offers Babcock the, the martini, that's a brilliant, brilliant moment. For I mean, kid. that is a young, homo, a young burgundy homosexual. <laughs> oh, we know. He, he, yes. was, he was all of us when we first discovered anti-man. Yeah. Truthfully, he's sitting in industry every night waiting to be recognized. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. Let's be, uh, he, but uh, this kid, yeah. This kid was, he was just in over his head. And you you literally were. saw fear in his eyes. Yes. There were times I literally saw fear in this kid's eyes. <laughs> It's kids' eyes. I just, I, I mean, I feel like we could spend this entire hour talking about all the things Wait, that should hour? have been hilarious. Oh, we're not going to do a full hour. Okay. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, I mean, we're talking about Lucy doesn't have any any physical comedy, and I take that back because she has one bit of physical comedy when she falls off the moon, and but, but it was excruciating it was, to watch. It was not funny. It, she, yeah, she, she, well, she goes, and then what's the audience member screaming out the line? Yes. I'm, that that's a desperate act of comedy. That's like we cannot get a laugh. I, I haven't. That that was a last minute on the set thing. I haven't. Yes, Gene. Here's what we're gonna do. Be Arthur, uncredited comedy director uncredited for me. Gene, have, 
Uh, yeah, fall. And here, okay. So she gets stuck to Vera's dress. Yes. But watch it. All she's doing is clutching her fist on Vera's dress. There's no bracelets that are, it's not like, because if it was the bracelet, she would pull away and it would tug on the yep. bracelet. All you see is Lucy clutching her fist around the fabric and you don't understand why well, she's stuck. When she gets scared, she just makes a fist she and does, she can't it was, let go. It was, yeah. I, actually, I think rigor mortis started to set uh, in. That does And make that's sense. sort of what happened. I mean, there are so many, I, I mean, just to talk about her singing for just a moment and I don't want to beat her up because she didn't have the voice for it. She did not. And she, yes. she, one of my favorite quotes from her about this movie was, "Mame was up all night drinking champagne. What did you want her to sound like?" I was like, "I not that. You're not that. Yeah. I mean, um, come on now. I, I think yeah. She was. It was. She wasn't known as. And you know, Lucy always wanted to be a musical actress. She I did Wildcat on Broadway. Did, and and what was that movie she did? That early MGM movie she did with the whip and the whole where she sang uh, Ziegfeld Follies. Was it, she was one of the was it one of the Ziegfeld Follies? I think it was. Um, and she's she saying she wanted I, to be that. She yeah. always saw herself as um, as a, a, a musical comedy actress. And she and yeah, poor thing couldn't say she sounded like. I mean, she sounded like me. Know, she did sound a little. Bit, she sounded a little bit like the A train when it's coming through and not uh, stopping, <laughs> and it's just like. Ah, it's just that's sort of what it, yeah. Oh, but she acts. And she acts her way through no, if he walked into my that, life. That, yeah, that, oh. Also, I was counting her drinks. And when she, when Patrick is walking her to her car and she says, what, you think that I'm too tank to drive? And I was like, lady, I have seen you put away <laughs> at least four double scotches straight. <laughs> yeah. You I are. don't think you should be driving. Yeah, you, well, we all, even in 1974, we agreed on that. But it, this was set in the 40s, so a different time. We didn't know. But also, you know, that was the year that The Way We Were came out. So. Oh. Wow. Big shoes. To, how are you going to say? I wouldn't sing in anything that year. Barbara no. Streisand's first number one hit, The Way We Were. Was it? Yes. Are you a big Streisand fan? I do love a Streisand. Oh, I didn't know I that. Just, yes, I do. That's love nice. Streisand. Let me just say, okay, I can't say. There might be an adaption of a Streisand project in my future for this stage. But uh, I'm not going to say what or where. Is she coming back in Gypsy? No, not her, uh, literally. One uh, of her, what, something she was in. But we'll, uh, we'll, I'll tell you that after. Oh, I hope but, it's the main event. The main event. No, it's not the main event. Remember? The, wait, didn't I just send you a, I just you sent you a you picture did. of that? I don't know why yes. you were fighting a cold. Mark, Mark told me he was fighting a cold. Or did I tell you, you I told was fighting me. a cold? I was. And um, yeah, I took a picture from the main event. Oh, great. We have, nobody wants to see our, our, our text history. No. <laughs> it's a little crazy. I think legally they're not allowed to. They're not allowed to. Um, it was also the year that the movie Carrie, that the book Carrie came out. So, so two horror movies. Two horrors in one I year. Think, <laughs> I don't know what's scarier. I think actually uh, you putting it in context like this is very helpful because this is a very old fashioned movie for 1974. It, it is. And it, and, but interesting, it was, it, it's old fashioned in, in the era, obviously it took place in the, in the depression era and around the depression era, but, era, but um, it also did nothing to um, expand the artistry of filmed musicals. It yeah. was very, very, uh, mundane. It was very average. There was nothing. They didn't try anything new. It wasn't like Vincent Minnelli came back and said, I have one more in me. And like, no, suddenly. No. Not after on a clear no, day. No. Good. All right. So here's I'm my happy. final question okay. for you. 
Uh, do you think that MAME works as a movie divorced from the from knowledge of the stage musical? I do not. I think if if you like the movie, it's because you have an affinity for the stage musical. Yeah. I don't think the movie stands on its own just as a movie, a musical movie. I don't. I, I didn't think it did. And I want it to. I do but too. But that ending, I mean, the ending alone disqualifies ending it alone. because it's insane. They're eating baked it's sort monkey. Of like, it's a little bit like a premature ejaculation. It's sort of as like, I'm oh, um, sorry. Oh, 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 never mind. Oh, I'm sorry. And catch you. And catch you. We have mind. a baby. Yeah, I got to. And where'd the baby come from? That's why rhythm method yeah. never works. I've always said that. <laughs> Never work. Um, and was she there for the birth? What? Ha- I kind of want to know. I think there could be an entire movie about that time span. Everything yeah, that those lost spent, years. Those lost years. Yeah, where, where's she that been traveling? Is, where's she been? Also, will you never find out that she married again? Did she didn't marry again? Did she? Well, she did. She married Lindsay Woolsey in Auntie May. Oh, that's that right. faithful publisher. She married Lindsay. Mm-hmm. He was wonderful. He stood by. He just always showed up in that full length coat. Yes, he yes. never took the coat off. He never <laughs> he took never that caused coat drama. Off. No, he was she. That's who she needed. She needed somebody that would mm. balance him like that. Yeah, yeah. Beauregard was a little dramatic. Wait, who played it in the movie? What's his name from F Troop? Um, uh, uh, I don't know that <laughs> reference. I hate your guts. <laughs> We're going to end on that. <laughs> We're going to end on that cruelty. Oh, Robert Horn, thank you so much for joining I me today. I adore you. I adore you. And this apartment. Oh, thank you. I like it. I know you do. Uh, it's Beekman Place. <laughs> Deliver us to. Oh, welcome. And thank you for tuning in. And be sure to tune in for another episode of Movie Musical Madness. This episode of Movie Musical Madness was edited by Kyle Moore with theme music by Sunshine Music. And thank you for listening to Movie Musical Madness, part of the Broadway Podcast Network. You can find out more about the podcast and me at bpn.fm slash movie musical madness. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.